corner, lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Knock him out, John. Woo! This man's killing me. Shoot up in here. Let's go. Off and running with you, hour number one of the show. Here we go. On a Tuesday, welcome into the Bureau of the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents all over the great state of Mississippi. Check them out. Favorites.com. Hey! Settle something for me. <laughs> I. Uh, this is a really selfish way to start the show. I was texting with a buddy of mine recently. Texting with a buddy of mine recently about uh, this subject. And I'm going to need you to settle something for me. (laughs) All right. I know this is out of left field and there is a pun in there. Okay. But just help me out here. Start the show. I'll give you the text number. In terms of baseball movies, there's no way. If you're making a list, there's no way you're putting Bull Durham ahead of the Sandlot, right? There's no way. None of y'all have that list that way, do you? Settle this for me. <clears throat> All right, you can you can let me know on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. The number to text is a 601 number 885-ESPN. That's pretty easy to remember, right? 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Text away. Or call me on the phone, the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. It's 995-1059. Yeah, look, I, it's not, I'll be honest, it's, it's not, it's not the most, uh, hard-hitting topic. I was just going back and forth here. We're getting ready to start the show, and I'm like, hold on a minute. Time out. Settle this for me. There's no way. And he's like, <clears throat> yeah, everybody puts Bull Durham ahead of the sand line. No! Everybody doesn't. I contend that everybody has the sand line ahead of Bull Durham on their baseball <laughs> movie list. Don't they? And I mean, and doesn't the sand line... Appeal to a broader audience. Anyway, <clears throat> let me know what you think. Um, Bill, happy Tuesday to you, sir. Same to you, Mr. Wyatt. Um, I will not be here with you the next two days. And um, this is my way of letting everybody know. <laughs> now, if you're listening, I already let Bill know. Uh, I'm here with you today. The next couple of days, I'll be out. Just giving you a heads up. I'm. I get to go uh, hang out with the uh, some really intelligent people, a big building full of intelligent people at the Mississippi State Athletic or Athletes Engineering Conference that's happening down in the uh, Columbus area uh, the next couple of days. Uh, Dr. Alan Sills, the um, chief medical officer of the NFL, is going to be there, be a keynote speaker. He's actually a Starkville native. So anyway, give it a heads up. So today... Maybe cram a lot into a little. Yeah, seriously, though. 
you're making a list of baseball movies, you know, y'all have argued with me in the past, and I understand it. You know, mine is my number one is The Natural. It's my number one movie overall, period. Yeah. I just saw it again this weekend. Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good revisiting. Isn't it a great movie? Yeah. 1984, it comes out. It's got Glenn Close and Robert Redford and Robert Duvall in it for Pete's sake. And Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Oh, and the guy, uh, Wilford Brimley. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the coach, yeah. I mean, wow. here's the, this is the thing, okay. Like, there's a lot of different grounds where I argue about the natural being the best baseball movie. Okay, the cast is another thing. You and I just went through that, Bill. You know, and you're watching, and there's others in there, too, and we didn't even name. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Jadon Blake? Not Jadon Blake. Uh, Joe Don. What's the whole cast? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Barry Levinson, by the way, was the director of that movie. We're t- I mean, Barry Levinson, for Pete's sake. What's the guy's name? Oh, that played the whammer in The Natural. Y'all know who I'm talking about. As soon as I say the name, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Joe Don Baker yeah. played the whammer. I mean, Richard Farnsworth was in the movie. Barbara Hershey is in the movie. Okay, when you look at the cast in the makeup of the movie The Natural, it's like a list at that over the course of several decades in Hollywood. Robert Redford, Robert Duvall, Kim Basinger, Glenn Close, Wilford Brimley, Barbara Hershey, Robert Prosky, okay, who played the judge. Yeah, Are you judge, ki- yeah. you kidding me? Joe Don Baker, all these. So anyway, <clears throat> the cast sort of puts it far away too. Like it, it's like the only baseball movie that doesn't have um, Kevin Costner in it. <laughs> okay, this is what it feels like. So I, I can argue that, but other people argue if you're going number one, your number one baseball movie, I get it. But if we're making a list, I'm not going to come down hard on you if you disagree with me. I'm just saying settle this for me, because. I contend that nobody, you don't find people that put, that when they make a list of their baseball movies, that they put Bull Durham ahead of it. And Bull Durham, it's a great movie. Came out in 1988. It's got Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins. Made a lot of money. Plot, an excellent tour of the life of the minor leagues with a veteran catcher and a hot shot minor league pitcher. Here's the other thing about Bull Durham. You know, it's got all these other things. It's a, it's a fun movie. But <clears throat> the actual baseball action, while Kevin Costner can pull it off and make you think he's really playing baseball. I got news for you. Tim Robbins, who played, what was his name? Luke or whatever. Whatever the character was that he played. I can't remember it. The, the, again, off the top of my head, it's something I should be able to remember, but I, but I can't. Nuke, Laluke. Okay, Tim Robbins didn't really pull it off all that well. Okay, he didn't look like a baseball player in his uniform. The way he wound up to throw the ball didn't look like Charlie Sheen in Major League. Oh, yeah. He was authentic. He was authentic. 
Charlie Sheen is yeah, Wesley Snipes. nutty Wesley. as a fruitcake, Charlie Sheen, but you put him on the mound, and at least in terms of mechanically winding up throwing a baseball, it kind of looks real. It, Frankly, Tim Robbins really didn't, and that would, that, it's still a good movie even without that. I would, I would tell you, as far as kids playing baseball, the... The baseball action in Sandlot is about as real to life as you can get in a movie. Is that a crazy statement? I don't think it is. I just don't find anybody putting... Okay, I think we're settling it. What what do we got here on the text line? Country please and text line. Let's see here. Flowwood Reb texts me. He says, a Sandlot, though a good movie... Has to come after Bull Durham, The Natural, 42, and For the Love of the Game, just for starters. That's another one that I don't really understand too much, is the For the Love of the Game. Came out in 99. It's got Costner in it also. Kelly Preston, rest in peace. John C. Riley was in it. Um, the story... About a pitcher thinking of his life triumphs and mistakes while pitching a perfect game. Playing the game he's loved. After 19 years, he's playing the game he loved his whole life. Detroit Tigers pitcher Billy Chappell has to decide if he's going to risk everything and put everything out there. On and on and on. I um, A lot of great baseball movies. Hundreds of them, in fact. Um, okay, so you know, there's one. Flowered Reb actually does put Bull Durham ahead of it. What does everybody base it on? Is it the comedy in Bull Durham? Is that what they base it on? See, Bayou Packer, Country Please, and Text Line. He's got Major League 1. That's fine. And he goes Sandlot 2, Bull Durham 3. Yeah, JB says that Robin's garter belt looked good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Joe Mailman. Joe Don Blake swung a good bat in Walking Tall also, yeah. Yeah, Joe Don Baker was a uh, Buford Baker. Pusser. Why do I keep saying Blake? He played Buford Pusser, Joe, Joe Don. Yeah, the sheriff from up Baker, Tennessee. I never saw that with Joe Don Baker in there. Nick is a huge fan of Major League. He says there's a big gap between it and everything else. Yeah, I don't know about that. Hey, and I'm just going to tell y'all. I mean, y'all have watched sports your whole life. Again, if you love Major League, you love it. There's reasons for it. Um, if for no other reason that you have a former major leaguer in Bob Euchre playing Harry Doyle, the announcer, it's probably one of the funnier parts of the whole movie. Just a bit outside. Dynamite drop in money, but here's the thing about it. I hate to tell you all this, but if you watch some of the baseball action in Major League, and I know that's not the point of the movie is to have this really true-to-life baseball action. I said Charlie Sheen as Wild Thing gave you some real baseball, and he looked like a pitcher on the mound, kind of. But some of these other cats that were in a baseball uniform, like Dorn and, you know, like Willie Mays Hayes at the plate. Who was that, Snipes? Yeah, Wesley Snipes, yeah. Was that who that was? Yeah. Or was it somebody uh, else? Remember every time he'd steal a base, he'd save the globe? Yeah, but that was somebody else, though. It wasn't Snipes. Who was that? Um, that was Wesley Snipes. He, yeah, he was him. Was he? Willie Mays Hayes, yeah. Okay, well, regardless, 
it wasn't that real to life in terms of the way he held him and, and you know, the way he carried himself in the batter's box. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's not, it, you know, he kind of pulled it off in terms of an actor, but it's very Hollywood. It's not the most true to life baseball action. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Jonathan texts the show. Says, um, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? It's uh, he's starting a show like this that makes me miss Chris Brooks. <laughs> Look, I understand, I get it. It's very, I, I pref, Jonathan, I prefaced by saying that this was a selfish way to start the show, but I'm telling you with the responses that have come in already so far, even though there's been one. That would agree with my friend. Pretty much it's backing up what I said. Most everybody's going to put Sandlot on their baseball movie list ahead of Bull Durham. Uh, Louvier texts the show. He says, best quote in Bull Durham from Nuke Lelouch. Quote, I like this winning. It's like better than losing. <laughs> yeah. See, it's writing like that. Louvier that has it below the Sandlot. There's not one scene in Bull Durham that's a better scene and, and pulled off better, okay, than Squints jumping in the deep end of the pool on purpose just because he had a crush on the lifeguard, Wendy Peppercorn. Right? I mean, more of your text coming up. Let's hit the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone, Brandon on line one. What's up, Brandon? Hey, man. I love the show, buddy. Uh, I think the, the deal with Sandlot is, is is it's so relatable. All those pickup games we used to play right. uh, baseball when we were, you know, 12, 14 years old, whatever. I mean, I lived, grew up in a neighborhood, but, I mean, we'd have to let the car pass, and then we'd get back out there, and, you know, second base was right in the middle of the street. And it just – stuff like that, it, it's just relatable. Um, and, and, you know, that, that, that's what makes it the best one for me, at least ahead of Bull Durham. Yeah. Um, Hey, I was watching Sanford and Son last night (laughs) and I thought of you, man, every time I, every time I I watch it, I think of you, but, uh, Esther said something was in the kitchen and Fred told her, he said, if we put your face in cookie dough, if we make gorilla cookies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> y'all have a good day <laughs> oh, appreciate it Brandon yeah you know again <clears throat> kind of to what Jay said earlier about missing the Chris Brooks show from t- <laughs> 10 to 12 uh, I just want I just want to know does anybody have bad news bears on their list anywhere yeah you know at the top of their list uh, that's tough that's tough yeah. um that you don't find many that the do. The original was was the best. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, Walter Matthau. Matthau's the coach, the yeah. kid, the bad kids driving his dirt bike yeah. around the field, you know, and the girl's <laughs> the best pitcher in the league, you know. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. The one kid gets mad and embarrassed, so he climbs a tree and takes all his clothes off. Remember that? It's <laughs> yeah. an interesting way to express your... Displeasure with the situation. Yeah, Tatum O'Neill did a good job playing the pitcher and the girl pitcher. <laughs> really did. Uh, all right, let me get some of these texts. Uh, I got to go quick. Let's see. Hogjow, Texas shows us picking a favorite baseball movie is like picking your favorite son. 
But my favorites are Sandlot, the natural Major League Field of Dreams. See, again, not not as many, but still I think a majority of fans out there put Field of Dreams even ahead of Bull Durham. I'm just being honest. That's my perception of that. And I love Field of Dreams. Johnny from Tisdale says Field of Freaking Dreams. <laughs> but but again, I, I was kind of yeah. like, <clears throat> I was arguing that it's rare to find someone with Bull Durham on their baseball movie list ahead of the Sandlot. And Brandon, I agree with you. Sandlot is so relatable. That's kind of where it starts, you know, for everybody, right? You know, I we just get, thought of, I just thought of another one, Angels in the Outfield. Remember that? Never seen it. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey was in that. So I think his first movie he ever he was ever really. In. Yeah, it was about okay. a kid who's had an angel that helped him. Yeah, the good the team, yeah. Okay. Angels in the outfield. Uh, Hook, Texas Show, said, what's the one about the high school coach that tries out and pitches in the majors based oh, yeah. on a true story? Yeah. Ends up with Tampa Bay. What's yeah. it called, the rookie? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the rookie. And uh, Dennis Quaid plays the main character, and that, yeah. well, that was a true story. Yes, it was. Some, some high school coach who's still throwing 94 <laughs> gets yeah, himself. Using, using a road sign to 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 get the the mileage of the pitch. That's a pretty good movie. I hadn't <laughs> seen it in a while. Hour, yeah. Came out yeah. twenty years ago, Bill, two thousand two. It's twenty it's twenty years old. Now I feel old. <laughs> Man, that movie grossed seventy five million dollars. Yeah, it was a good movie. Really good movie. Truly. Probably Fake underrated on the list of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh Walt says under the Raider baseball movie Long Gone. Young, very beautiful Virginia Madsen, William Peterson, and, and Dermot Mulroney. Great movie. What is it called again? Long Gone? Now, Walt says also that he met the real-life Buford Pusser at a car dealership in Greenville, Mississippi as a small kid. Like, met the real one. Yeah, Leon Wesley Snipes is, was in uh, Major League's one. Major League One. Omar Epps was in Major League Two. As Willie Mays says, okay, so it switched for the season two. Real unnamed texture agrees. You got to have Sandlot ahead. So that's what I'm saying. It's way up there on everybody's list. I think Brandon nailed it. Why it's relatable? What Brandon said is very relatable to all of us, isn't it? Well, not all, but most of us. You're using your neighborhood street as part of your baseball field, like second base is in the middle of the street, and if a car's coming. You have to get out of the road, the car goes by, and then you take second base and put it back in the middle of the street again. Now, <laughs> come on, Nick. Nick said, Pedro Serrano uh, come on. looks like every Mississippi State batter against a front door slider with two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> forgot, forgot to rub the chicken on his bat. Uh Jakers said uh, the natural for sure. Some others, uh, a league of their own and Moneyball. See, I've only seen all the clips of Moneyball. I got watch that. Eight men out. Somebody mentioned eight men out. Eight men out. League That's of their own. Yeah. League of their own is a very funny movie. Yeah. Are you crying? <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. No crying in baseball. <laughs> uh, Jonathan said, "How That's many?" A true story too. So, yeah. yeah, he goes. Jonathan with a good point. How many Bull Durham quotes do you see printed on T-shirts 25 years later? Like, quote, you're killing me, Smalls. You don't. Um, <clears throat> Wally said, speaking of Field of Dreams, are they doing a game again this year? That was awesome last year. Yes, Wally, they are. 
they do have it scheduled. Same time of year, later in the summer, they're going to play another major league game out there in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa. Yep. Louvier said, I also like Moneyball and for the love of the game. Also a Coster movie. He signed off. Go Saints. James said, Rookie of the Year was good. Now, that Rookie of the Year was the kid who had the bionic arm, right? Isn't that who that was? Yeah. The kid, yeah, uh, he was a Cubs, Cubs fan. Uh, the manager can never get his name right. Because <laughs> um, he had a name. The, he managed the team. Yeah. I think yeah. his uh, grandfather was the. No, okay. Now, you're thinking of a different one. Oh, that's a different one. Yeah, yeah rookie of yeah. the year, the kid falls, hurts his arm, has an operation, oh, yeah. and he can throw yeah. like 100 miles an hour, so they let him pitch for the Cubs. The one you're thinking about is... What was that? Uh, um, where he was the owner of the team. Yeah, he was actually, ended up being the owner of the team. Yeah. Little Big League. Yeah, Little Big League. That's, that's what it is. Eight stay a fan of eight men out. Leon goes, we can debate the best movies all day, but on my list of the worst is definitely Mr. 3000 and Benchwarmers. Rest is soul, but Bernie Mac as a baseball player should have been illegal. <laughs> yeah, what was the one Tom Selleck made? That was... He, uh, he ended up playing in Japan or something. Isn't that, that's Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. Yeah. He played the part of Jack Elliott. Yeah. It was came out in 92... He goes over to Japan. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And the thing about it is, again, Tom Selleck in a batting cage swinging a bat, it's halfway believable. Yeah. I mean, he's not as graceful he, as... He was a good baseball player, actually. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's taking real BP and making good contact. It's not as smooth as a real major leaguer, but it, you could pass it off better than most of these Hollywood actors, for sure. Well, <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> That's one way to start a show. Didn't necessarily plan it that way, but glad we did. Stick around. Are you ready? Now back to the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Forever. 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 <laughs> boy Smalls. Forever. Back with you. We sort of, I, I sort of inadvertently here got on the subject of the baseball movie thing. <laughs> Mason from Wesson reminded me that in the League of Their Own, when Tom Hanks hits Stillwell with that glove, knocks him out, and yells, Got him! <laughs> yeah, that's a classic scene right there. And uh, it's a funny movie now. It really is. Uh, Bill in Madison with the text of the country pleasing text line says, I thought Selleck and Costner both have very believable swings. You can tell a guy that has actually played baseball when you watch these movies. Some are awful. And I agree, Bill. Yeah, Costner. There's a reason, okay, that Costner's made three baseball. Well, is it three? I think it's three. Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, and then For Love of the Game. Maybe he was in another... I think that's the three baseball movies for him, and they're all good. They're all on up there, and he pulls it off, right? It's because he played baseball as a kid, and you know, catching a ball, throwing it, swinging a bat was not awkward for him. Yeah, he pulled it off. Makes it a lot easier. Okay, and I, I'm just going to say it, okay? I love the movie F Field of Dreams. Love the movie. 
Drove five hours out of the way from Omaha on my way home last year, last summer, just to go tour field of, the Field of Dreams site, movie site. Love the movie and all. But Ray Liotta playing Shoeless Joe was a little stiff and unathletic. Okay, he just was. Pulled it off okay. But in terms of batting stance and swinging a bat, the real Shoeless Joe would have been totally different. <laughs> it's Hollywood, though. It doesn't have to be perfect, I guess. But look, the little kids throwing and hitting and running and playing baseball in the sandlot is as real-to-life baseball action as you'll get, and it happened to be kids. Beer Slayer texts the show, and he says... Bite your tongue, Matt. Sandlot is good, but not better than Bull Durham. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> he says there's also a thousand quotes from that movie like, You ain't getting that cheese by me, meat. <laughs> okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that. I wouldn't argue there's great. I'm just saying most people. It's okay if someone wants to be different, but I think most people are going to put Sandlot ahead of Bull Durham. That's was my point. Um, I don't know what this text is about, but this is the first time that this person has texted the show ever. And I'm just going to read it word for word, and y'all take it for what it is. It's an unnamed texture at this point. And it says, Good afternoon, longtime listener, first time texture. I met White Denzel the other day, and he smelled great and was super nice. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says. I don't know if this is a he or a she texting. But they met White Denzel and remembered that he smelled nice. Hey, Bill, how close do you have to get to a person to realize that they smell good? Well, all depends on what they're wearing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or if they don't have anything at all, they've just been out sweating or whatever. Hey. It all depends. <laughs> hey, check it out. Um Nick is telling me that that number, since we don't have a name with it, is probably Philip Prince's burner phone. <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta check it out. I'm gonna compare the number here. <laughs> oh wow! I just got a notification bill on my uh, iPhone 12 Pro Max from C Spire that says that my voicemail is 95% full. Uh-oh. I was going to tell you, you know, Sheila's Joe and Field of Dreams was Ray Liotta. What did I say? You, you never did say. You just said the actor. Well, that's what I meant was Ray Liotta, Ray, yeah. Ray Liotta. A great actor. But, you know, it wasn't like he He's was the most. baseball player. You could tell. Right. Right, Bill. You could tell he was not a lifelong baseball player. You know, I saw an interview with him that said to this day he's never watched the Field of Dreams, even though he was in huh. it. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Well, I don't know if that's Philip Prince's uh, burner phone or not. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> White Denzel says, uh, I forgot to tell you in the tweet I sent you, but the actress who played Melissa in Twister is the co-owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Okay, so he Denzel tweeted me today that this is the anniversary of the release of the movie Twister Twist. back in 1996. Is he talking about Helen Hunt? Well, I'd have to she look it up. The, she was the main actress in that. She was the main one mm. in that movie. All right. So this is somebody trying to really get me riled up. It says, hot take, the natural is way overrated, not even top 10. Okay. Well, that's fine to have that opinion. And, you know, we've, we've, we're all welcome to our opinions, and it's okay to be wrong in your opinion. There's no penalty for being wrong. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. But if you say if you say the natural is not in the top ten, give me your list then, is, is what I would say. Um, There's another one, 42. Was a good one. Jackie Robinson? Yeah, 42. Oh, that was a great movie. Okay, and they filmed part of that movie... 42 uh, about Jackie Robinson. In Birmingham. Right? In Birmingham at Rickwood Field, which is the oldest ballpark in America. Still standing. Still usable. There it is. Rickwood Field. Isn't that the name of it? We talked about that one day on the show. And it seems like I called it someone else, something else. Yeah, but it's Rickwood. Rickwood Field. It's still there. And But what they did, they filmed part of it there but they still had to use computers and cg computer graphics to to make it look like it had an upper deck to make it look like ebbets field i think it's what i read but the the lower part of the grandstand everything else was perfect for what they needed to make it look like the old uh ebbets field i have still not seen that movie okay all right look let's just go here we are this is what we are doing today, apparently, and it's just happened this way. So here are some of the ones, okay? There are hundreds of them. The Natural, Major League. There's a movie called The Pride of the Yankees. came out in 1942. you got oh, yeah. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, The Sandlot. Eight Men Out came out in 1988. Nobody ever brings that one up. It didn't make much money, actually. John Cusack was in it. Yeah, that was a good movie. If you're a baseball fan. That's right. There was a TV movie back in 2001 called 61. It was about Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle, but I don't know. You got Bang the Drum Slowly that a lot of people are diehard about. It had Robert De Niro in there. Uh, a lot of movies in the 40s, 50s. Uh, a 40s baseball movie called It Happens Every Spring. Bad News Bears in 1976. For Love of the Game, 99. The Rookie in 02. Let's see. <clears throat> 1945, the naughty 90s. <laughs> Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. That was an Abbott and Costello movie. Rookie of the Year. Yeah, who's on first? Exactly. Rookie of the Year in 93. Major League Two came out in 94. Uh, okay, here's an odd baseball movie for you. 1996, Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro, The Fan. Oh, yeah, that's that was a... Drama. The drama, yeah. Where they going to blow the stadium up with people yeah. in it and all this kind of stuff. They, they made the fan, fanatic. Yep. Yeah. Hey, listen, now, here's a movie that we need to see. 
Take Me Out of the Ball Game, 1949, Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly. Oh, yeah, it's a musical. So you've seen it? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, a baseball movie called Mr. Destiny in 1990 with Jim Belushi. Never heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Mr. Baseball that we talked about with Tom Selleck. Angels in the Outfield, 1951. Yeah, that was the, this is a remake that I saw that Matthew McConaughey was in. They remade it. Right. Yeah. You got Angels in the Outfield, 1994. Definitely. Danny Glover. Tony Danza. Mm -hmm. Interesting movie here from 1935, a baseball movie called Alibi Ike. Hmm. Idiosyncratic. Idiosyncratic. It was. Sorry. New recruit Francis Ike Farrell tries to help the Cubs to the pennant with his pitching and hitting. I'd watch that. Listen, I'm going down the list, but there was one here. Okay, The Pride of St. Louis. Brewster's Millions is listed yeah. as a baseball movie. It's not a baseball movie. <laughs> it only slightly included like a baseball uniform. And then there was, there's all these, but there was a movie, 1983, called Tiger Town. And it's, I saw that as a kid. It's actually a good movie. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Tiger Town. Stealing Home, that's a sad one. Oh, the girl in the movie, the Twister movie, he was talking about Jamie Gertz. Okay. That was Bill Paxton's new fiance in the movie. Uh huh. Gotcha. Not Helen Hunt. Gotcha. Yeah. The Scout, that's the one that had Brendan Fraser in it. Kind of goofy comedy, oh, yeah. 1994. Yeah. Not bad. Hundreds and hundreds of baseball movies. There's a bunch right. of them, man. <laughs> Pride, mean, Pride of the Yankees is one everybody else. We need to see that one for sure. Who knows what we talk about next? Y'all stick around. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who, if he's not talking sports, hey, he's fishing for bass, okay? But he's right here, right now. All right, back with you. I had to look one up, too. Uh, y'all, just tell me if you want me to shut up about this stuff. I, I, I know that it's very random here today on a Tuesday, but look, I had to look this up. There was this TV movie back in 1986 about Pete Gray, the one-armed baseball player. That's a true story. Pete Gray. The name of it was A Winner Never Quits. I'm sure you could find it online somewhere. It was a TV movie, Winner Never Quits. Yeah, but it was about the life of Pete Gray, who he he lost his right arm in a childhood accident and still fulfilled his dreams of playing Major League Baseball. Yeah, I remember that. That was inspirational as a kid. Yeah, I watched that one. Uh, somebody asked me about Moneyball. We it has been mentioned, and we always do mention it. We get into the baseball movie topic. I just have never seen it, um, and so I can't I can't speak to it. And I've seen a million of the clips, like you know, a two three minute clip that's shared on YouTube, and I'll click on it every now and then. And it seems to always pique my interest. I don't know why I've never sat down to watch them, but I, I have found that as I've gotten older. I have a really hard time sitting through a whole movie. <laughs> and I know maybe that's not even healthy. I uh, just, I mean, I don't have two hour windows of time to just n- don't do anything. So, uh, 
other than this radio show, of course. <laughs> now, Ed brought up Mr. 3000 and Bernie Mac. Yeah, we had somebody make a joke about that one earlier. Rusty was the one who texted about Moneyball. Yeah, it, uh, we did mention I got to go watch that. Bill, have you ever watched Moneyball? Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, kind of like uh, introduced us to analytics in baseball. Yeah. They did a lot of that in, in the yeah. movie. I saw another a, true story. I saw a cl- okay, yeah, it's a true story, right? Yeah. B- Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Oakland yeah. A's. Yeah, he, yeah, Billy Bean played here in Jacksonville with the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a clip. It might, I think it was this morning. Clicked on it. And it was a scene from that movie where they're watching film of these players. And it was the, the they were watching a tape of the minor league guy who was this big fat overweight guy mm-hmm. who had a fear of running to second base. Yeah, he couldn't run to second base. Yeah. yeah. And the clip was, okay, he's like, watch this. And they watch it, and he hits the ball, and he's running, he goes, and look. And he rounded first and thought about going to second and stumbled. Yeah. And he's rolling on the ground. He has to bear crawl back to first base. And he's like, look, his, his worst nightmare has come true. And everybody's looking, and, the, and then the character played by Brad Pitt, Billy Bean, goes, yeah, they're all laughing at him. He, and then the kid goes, yeah, you know where they're laughing at him? He He's hit a home run. The ball went over the fence 60 yeah. feet. He doesn't even realize he's hit a home run. What? He can't make it to second. And I wondered what the point of that. See, again, all I had was the clip. I didn't yeah. have it in the context of what was going on in the movie, and I wondered what the point of that scene in the movie was. I just got to sit down and watch you it. Know, there's a pitcher in the major leagues right now, and they won't throw the ball to first base. Yeah, well, a f- well, a few years ago, he yeah. was a starter for the Cubs, John Lester. Yeah. He would not throw the ball to first. Yeah, he's a left-handed pitcher, John Lester, and he would not use a pickoff move of any kind to first base because he had a, a hang-up about throwing a ball over there. Yeah, he thought he was going to throw the ball away. Or, yeah. And you've heard about catchers who get like a – they get the yips throwing a ball back to the pitcher. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, don't quote me on this, Bill, but I think I heard – Somewhere along the way, that when Dale Murphy was coming up through the minors with the Atlanta Braves, like Dale Murphy was initially a catcher. And one of the things that led to a position change for him, one of the things, was he developed that issue of throwing a ball back to the pitcher. Yeah. Or something. And the next thing you know, he's in the outfield and the rest is history. Yeah. And the rest is history. Probably a good move. And he should be in the Hall of Fame. And he's not. And he's not. Come on. Ridiculous. <laughs> Bruce uh, tweeted me. I'm Radio Wyatt on Twitter. He said, Sandlot, Major League Rookie of the Year. No better pitcher than Henry R- Rowan Gardner. Rowan Gardner was the kid's name. And the manager of the Cubs that he played for never could get his name right. All these funny variations of it. Yeah, Nick on the country pleasing text line. Lester had the yips throwing at first, but he's one of the best postseason pitchers of all time, and a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. That's right. Yeah, like Nick. I mean, part of the deal with him is he's so good he didn't need a pickoff move, did he? Yeah, I'd heard this name before. Somebody text in the name Fever Pitch. I, what is that? Is Fever Pitch a baseball movie? I don't know. Squiz says, Rosenbagger. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, man. The manager for the Cubs in that movie was always getting his name wrong. Um, 
you know, and the kid who played that character, Henry Rowan Garner, in Rookie of the Year, he's all grown up now. He's kind of shaggy looking, long hair, facial hair, you know, mustache, goatee, goatee, all that. But they had him throw out the first pitch at a Cubs game very recently. It might have been last year, maybe. They brought him back for that. Uh, I did find one here that I probably, if I'm looking through the list of baseball movies I have not seen, this is one that I might actually give it a shot. Some of y'all may have seen it. You could warn me if it's really not worth it, but it's called Game 6. came out in 2005. It's got Michael Keaton and Robert Downey Jr. in it. It says the plot was combining real and fictional events. This movie centers around the historic 1986 World Series and a day in the life of a playwright who skips opening night of the play to watch the momentous baseball game. Michael Keaton, Robert Downey Jr. has got to be halfway decent, I don't think. All right, uh, Divinity Equipment phone line, Trey on line one. What's up, Trey? Hey, Matt. Um, my lifetime, uh, the Chuck Knobloch yips that he had was just was, was probably the most um, memorable for me. And he, the fact that he played second base. Okay, that, wait. That, that, you're talking about uh, Chuck Knobloch, uh, the Twins. Yeah, I think he also he played for the Yankees as well. That's right. Uh, towards the end of his career, I think that's when he developed the yips. Which it's crazy. I think he ended up retiring because of of it. You know, uh-huh. uh, another famous second baseman, Steve Sachs, is who I remember as well. Uh, I think his was kind of early in his career, but it was it was funny because Knobloch developed it later on. And uh, you know, second to first, that's the easiest throw in baseball, yeah. uh, which is funny. He, uh, he he did that, but. Yeah, just, just just was curious about that. You know, it, it could happen to any of them at any level. You know it's, what, it's Trey? Thing at that point, you know? Here's something to think about, Trey. What if the shift had been so commonplace when Steve Sachs was playing in the 80s, 90s, and when Knobloch was playing in the 90s, 2000s, where it put him in a position to make that longer throw more often, or at least to practice it, you know? You, right. You can't help but wonder if that might have gotten him out of it just a little bit. But at that level, I guess, you know, even then, at that level in the major leagues, if you've got the arm, you may not be playing second. You're at second base because you don't have the arm, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny because they, I mean, I remember younger, but, uh, you know, they were, they were afraid that they couldn't turn double plays. You know, it was even bad on, on turning double plays, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, gee, Jeter would have to take him off a lot. Um, and another thing, you were talking about baseball movies. For the love of the games, clearly my favorite, just because of the uh, the story involved and, and some great baseball in there as well. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'll end with this, man. It's kind of one of your thoughts. Uh, I would love to see a movie um, about Cal Ripken Street. Yeah, uh, I know that's kind of more present day, and you know yeah. the Iron Man of baseball. Um, you know, no one's no one's really done a baseball movie in recent times. Sports mm-hmm. movies in general have kind of faded away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just just curious about that. Who who would you like to see a mm. current former athlete a movie about? I hang on, listen, man. Thanks. Great. I would love like to to see a a movie, a really good baseball drama about like a story about like maybe. Tony Gwynn, one of these unbelievable guys, and there's this, he had a tragic ending to his life, you know, gone too soon because of uh, cancer. 
Um, it would it would rip your heart out, but it probably would make for a good story. That would be good. The Ripken streak would be a good one. Uh, even, you know, one of these days we may get a movie, right, way down the line if we live long enough about the Cubs finally breaking their curse. Maybe we get that. I will tell you this. You're right, Trey. Like, we haven't had – I don't know what you chalk it up to, but uh, there just aren't great movies – popping out there very often if they don't involve you know all computer CG green screen <laughs> and all action and superhero stuff like I mean what happened to dialogue and a good story and you're not getting the sports stuff anymore there is Netflix is coming out with a movie that is produced and made by Adam Sandler and LeBron James it's a basketball movie that's coming out I saw a promo for that frankly it didn't look that good Sandler's in it but it looked I hate to say it it kind of just looked half rate I wish we would get something like that Mr. King was asking me, didn't Clint Eastwood do a baseball movie? Did he? Yeah, it was called The Trouble with the Curve. That's it, yeah. See, it was actually a movie about a scout. Yeah, about baseball. the scout. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Trouble hey, with the Curve. that's what we do around here, Bill. We're going to spend an hour talking baseball movies. We'll do it. There you go. It's our life. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. Stick around. <laughs> 